So what's up, y'all? So many of y'all already know that I have a lot more interest in politics and life and speaking with fellow writers and authors and just other people in other fields that I think are amazing. I have a love and interest for music as well. Now, I don't necessarily create music. Well, I do make beats. Y'all should check them out whenever I share them on social media. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, all that. But I'm talking about... uh. And dedicated podcast where I speak about music. So if you like my honest discussions about whatever I talk about here, you're going to love the honest discussions I have about music over at the My Two Cents podcast. That is a podcast I do, a weekly podcast. I've been doing it just as long as this podcast that you're listening to right now. The My Two Cents podcast can be found anywhere you're listening to this podcast. Go over, subscribe to My Two Cents Podcast. That is the word My Two Cents is spelled numerically dollar sign zero dot zero two podcast. Right after that, you'll be able to find it everywhere you're listening to this podcast. Once again, go over, subscribe to the My Two Cents Podcast. New episodes every Monday, just like this podcast. Now let's get back to the show. What's up, y'all? It's your man, Ernest. You love Ernest. Same guy, different name. Back again with another episode of the Ernest Thoughts Podcast. So, this episode here is... um, It's going to be about myself a bit. um, But I do have other topics outside of myself. um, But this is catered toward the mental health of men uh especially black men but just men's mental health in general uh, you know just because this is not a podcast catered to that topic specifically doesn't mean that i should not talk about it does not mean that i cannot talk about it especially me going through what i'm going through at the moment you know still being homeless by the way and the feeling of uncertainty, which is a feeling that I am not very fond of, to put it the very least. Um, and just not knowing what is next for me. Having action plans, but, you know, hopeful, being hoping that these plans amount to something substantial, but not necessarily knowing if they will do so um so i've mentioned in the past that and it might seem like i'm going all over the place in this podcast episode uh bear with me but it all is connected as per usual as i've stated in the past too but no what i wanted to mention was i've stated in the past why i love podcasting so much and doing this podcast in particular uh, I love doing another podcast too, the My Two Cents podcast. You've heard an ad for it, or you're gonna hear an ad for it. Uh, you know, you uh, avid listener to this podcast, you've heard ads for it, and you continue to hear ads for it. Um, but I just love doing this podcast for this specific reason. It being therapeutic for me, and me it being an outlet to where I feel like. I can express myself um, 
you know, judgment free. And it being a way where I can process the things that I'm saying out loud or the things that I'm thinking, say them out loud and be able to process them and say, okay, I agree with this, I disagree with this, and this, that, and third. Not every podcaster does that, by the way. A lot of people just be saying shit because they know what's going to get them the clicks, the views. A lot of people um, are not necessarily in podcasting for... And I don't mean to sound like some snob or anything, but not a lot of people are in podcasting for the simple fact of them feeling like they have, you know, something positive to put out there, you know, something meaningful to put out there. A lot of people are into podcasting because they see how lucrative it is. They see how it's kind of like when, you know, these billionaires own these sports teams and things, but have zero interest in sports at all. Um, Don't really care about, you know, even the team that they're invested in um, that they own. Um, But they're in it because they know that this is a lucrative business. Now, that's the way of capitalism. I was going to say the way of the world, but nah. I had to stop myself real quick. It's the way of capitalism. It's not the way of the world. Just the worlds that rely on capitalism. So America and maybe your nation, if you're listening to outside, if you're listening to this podcast outside of America and you live in a capitalist country, that's the way of that's the way of your world. Just like it's the way of my world here in America, right? Um, but that's the way of capitalism. So I'm not saying these things and I mean, fuck capitalism, but I'm not saying these things as a look what I just found out, guys. Like, oh, my God, this revelation. Nah, it's something I already knew. But what I'm saying is what separates me and what may separate you if you're a podcaster from other podcasters is we're not in this because, yeah, the money is great. Oh, the potential money? Because I haven't seen a damn dime. Or at least not very much of it. Um, but the potential monetary gain is great. And especially me being in a position that I am in right now, I definitely need that money gain. Um, I, I, I definitely could use and need that money gain. Um but that's not the initial reason as to why we get into, got into this. You might have a different reason. Me, like I said, this is therapeutic for me to for me to express the thoughts that I have in my mind about whatever I'm discussing. I'm going through a time, a rough patch in my life right now where I feel like when things started to look up or start to look up, something else happens. You know, I'm trying to have money. I'm trying to save up money so I'm able to pay uh, for guarantors, security deposits, this, that, and the third. But then, well, you need a place to stay. So now you got to spend this money on this overhyped, overpriced ass room. You know? And it's getting to a point now 
And I said to the listeners, I just finished recording the episode of the My Two Cents podcast. If you're not a listener there, um, then obviously you're going to hear this announcement because I will make an announcement, a separate announcement there for that podcast, but not a separate announcement here because I will just figure, let me just say it all in this episode. So... I'm unsure if I can even afford to stay in this room for the next week. I just paid yesterday. I just paid for, I guess, the rental week, and it ends on Saturday. And they start to, you know, evict people out, or you got to sign up again, uh, you know, pay again uh, before 11 a.m. It's Sunday now that I'm recording this. The Sunday after the Saturday that I paid. I don't know if I'm going to be able to afford to even stay here another week. I'm doing, before I even recorded this podcast, I was looking into housing programs, this, that, and the third. Um, but it's the weekend and everybody's went straight voice, went, you know, everybody is straight to voicemail, right? email people and everything I probably won't get a response back I'm hoping Monday um, because I work Wednesday through Saturday and work takes up a lot of my time it's only five hours of the day but those five crucial hours um, those are some five crucial hours and the thing is if I don't go to work I don't make the money if I don't make the money then I can't afford to survive you know um, but this is therapeutic for me because nobody listens. And when I say nobody, I mean nobody outside of family. It might be to a point where, and I'm just saying this out loud now, where I'm, I might have to hit up family, might have to move back to Boston, um, and, you know, hopefully stay with them until I get back on my feet. And if that's something I need to do, then that's something I need to do, you know, but outside of my beautiful love and family, nobody listens to me, there's a lot of people who understand what I'm going through right now, or no, let me put it that way, no, because they don't understand, but they know what I'm going through right now, because I'm very open about it to anyone who asks me how I'm doing, I'm not faking a front, and I'm saying I'm fine when things are not fine. But the problem becomes when you are considered the strong friend. And as someone who is considered the strong friend, a lot of people tend to go to me and to to all the people who are, you know, considered a strong friend. You might be able to relate to this as well. A lot of people go to me to solve, to either solve their issues or to give them some type of motivation for them to solve their issue. But when I am, you know, bogged down with my own issues and I try to go to the very people who come to me, I can't get the same, I can't get the advice. I can't get sound advice. I get told, well, you know, everybody has problems. I get told, well, try not to think about it. And then after they say that, within the same breath, they start to detail their problems. 
But if I were to say to them, well, everybody got problems, bro. Everybody's got problems, sis. It'd be a problem. In fact, yesterday, I told somebody, because she went through some shit, and I'm not saying, and I under, I understand everybody got problems. But the same person who would tell me everybody has problems, everyone's going through something, try not to think about it, would not take her own advice to me. She want me to spend my off days to talk on the phone with her and listen to her cry about, you know, the issue that she's having. She want me to spend my days when I'm not, when I do have to work, but I'm not at work yet because I'm working in the afternoons to listen to her shit. Knowing, again, I don't have the time to just be listening to you because you went through this traumatic experience that I'm pretty sure, not a lot of women, but um, women who are listening can relate to. Suffered a miscarriage. I ain't saying no names or whatever. However this situation goes, it goes. That is something, especially if, you know, a woman truly wanted to have said child, right? Uh, Even if she didn't, and I think the miscarriage itself was still like a traumatizing, could be a traumatizing thing. But all I, what I said to this woman was, young woman, let me put it that way, uh, was that it just wasn't meant for you to be a mother at this time in your life right now. And again, this is yesterday, like the other days when I'm feeling down. I don't give a, not to say that I don't care about other people's feelings, but I got my own shit. I don't have the fucking time and mental capacity, emotional capacity especially, to be worrying about other people's issues. But again, nobody gives a fuck about that when you are the strong friend. Because to them, you're supposed to service them. To them, it's like, know how our relationship is supposed to work is I go to you. You don't come to me. And I think it's extremely fucked up. And my advice to the people out there who are the strong friend is to cut those people loose. Do not allow yourself, and I'm speaking to myself as well, I'm taking my own advice. Once people show who they really are and how they really are, I get it. People are upset. People have problems. But I'm fucking homeless. All these people who got their problems, my brother and I ain't getting along. My ex won't leave me alone. I can't stop thinking about this other you know, situation that happened to me last year or so. I get it. These problems, I'm not saying are not problems that should not be taken seriously, but at least you have a fucking home. At least you have a warm place. You have warm water, hot water. I've been showering for with cold water for three weeks now. 
the hotel claims they got a big old they got a sign on, on in front of their service desk that they're working diligently and hard for hot water i've had warm water not hot warm water one time since i've been here All I need really is one more money, but you know, uh, it's just a place to stay. And I ain't even complaining about the cold water as much because I get to still do my thing. I've grown accustomed to it. Now, that does not mean once I actually get uh, an apartment that I'm going to start taking cold showers. Absolutely not. But what I'm saying here is I'm dealing with my own shit. Yet you got people who know that I'm dealing with my own shit still coming to me with their shit and thinking I'm supposed to forget my own shit. Telling me to not think about it, but to think about their shit. What's going on? It wasn't like me and this woman had sex, she got pregnant, and the baby that miscarried was also my baby. No. And I'm not saying that I don't feel any type of compassion or any type of sorrow for this woman's loss personally if you ask me she wasn't ready to be a mom hence it's part of why I said what I said she's not ready but you know you can't tell women shit you can't tell women nothing you know even young women who you know think they know everything right you can't tell them nothing so she thinks she's ready or I guess she gets the feeling that she is ready although she doesn't have a job she's still living at home with family but again maybe the family was going to help her raise it I don't know but she got upset with me basically because I said hey you know Maybe that it wasn't meant for you at the moment, right? Now, I know someone's going to be like, what if she said maybe you getting a house is not meant for you at the moment? That would be fucked up. That's because that's not something you would tell somebody who is homeless. See, it wasn't like I was just, I was saying shit to be mean. I was saying, listen, if, if she actually took the time to listen, listen. You went through this situation because of the stress your boyfriend at the time was was bringing on to you. Because of that, and because of, you know, just... I guess the universe, you were not ready to be a mom, right? Like, literally think about, and this is what I said to her, think about if you did have this boy's baby. Do you really think your life, the lessons that you've learned from that situation, do you think you, do you think your life will be as easy as it is now? And I'm not saying she got the easiest life ever, ever, but as easy as it is right now, being a single woman who doesn't have a child, who's still living at home. So rent is taken care of, food is taken care of. 
do you really think your life will be easier had you not had that miscarriage had you had that baby had you still been involved with that man even if you weren't involved with that boy let me not say man that boy the simple fact of the matter is you would probably have him on child support that would be another thing that causes more stress and agony and shit because he sound like someone that wasn't going to you know pay or be there for the child anyway that's all I'm saying but I'm wrong for saying that you know what she wanted and what everybody else want when they want some damn advice from me is someone to to, to coddle her tell them everything's gonna be okay solve their issue for them like legit come up with a solution and then solve it for them but no one that not one of them even want to have take up an effort even researching programs or researching this that and the third calling people that they know or may know and say hey I have this friend in this situation could you help them out with this could you do me a solid? They don't want to do that. They just want to. Everybody's got problems. Try not to think about it. Things will get better. Now, I'm a fighter. Don't take this people and think he's he's crying. And although I've had my times when I've cried, I ain't I ain't, I ain't shaming of admit that teared up a lot since these these moments more than I probably have ever in my adult life last time I think I cried this much was back in 2014 when my mom passed so yeah traumatic shit but I'm fighting I'm not saying what 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 I'm saying here is I'm waiting on someone to listen to this podcast and save me. I'm gonna do what I need to do at whatever point, and I'm I'm being proactive because that's how I am, right? But I'm saying to anyone listening out there who listens but ignores. But got the nerve to try to come to me and want me to help them with their problems. Want me to solve their issues. I know who you are. I'm aware of your actions. I'm aware of your mindset. How you truly think about our relationship. And I'm here to let you know there will be no longer a relationship between us. Unless you shit you 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 shift your behavior, your mindset. This ain't gonna be a situation to where I am just of service to you. You get to talk to me about your problems. And then when the moment I'm going through something it's all man we all got problems bro 
It's all oh, man. We'll try not to think about it. What the fuck you think I'm going to think about here in this ugly ass room? I'm surrounded <laughs> by a reminder. I, for me to not think about it, I would literally have to go throughout a whole fucking week with my eyes closed. Literally everything that I see, the area that I'm in, the people around this fucking place. They're all constant reminders of the state that I'm in right now. So you think just simply telling me not to think about it is 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 how I'm going to get through this. Meanwhile, after you say that, you continue to talk about your issue, whatever your problem is. And to someone that's listening, man, has he told people about therapy? Plenty of times, listener. Plenty of fucking times. The woman that I was just referencing says that she is in therapy. She says she really needs a friend and all that, and I get it. But the person that you reached out to, you know is going through some shit. And if these people don't know, in quotation marks, they're not listening or they don't care. It's in one ear out the other. As if I would lie about being homeless. About being broke. Like, why would I do that? I know a lot of people do some dumbass shit to shit test their friends or to shit test people. I'm not one of those individuals. I don't need to shit test anybody to see if they are of, you know, some type of quality or what, you know, where they're at in life, right? If they're worth a damn. I go based off their actions. I don't need to shit test people to understand who they truly are. I go based off of their actions. And that's how I can tell who, how someone truly is and who they truly are. I don't need to test nobody. So trust and believe, listener, or whoever is out there listening. I'm not lying about my situation because I want to shit test people to see who's going to jump to to help me and who's just going to sit back and do nothing. Who's going to tell me not to think about it and who's actually going to say, yeah, that's a fucked up situation. Let me try to do something about it. I don't need to do that because your actions already tell me what type of individual you would be had I or anybody else for that matter were to tell you about the dire need that they're in right now or the fucked up situations that they're in. So don't get it twisted. I ain't the shit testing type of individual. I don't test nobody. Stupid to me. But I do this... Not to get off topic, even though, like I said, everything is connected. I do this because, for right now, it's therapeutic for me, right? Until I get actual therapy, which is something I'm going to be seriously looking into once I get situated in the place. You know, I'm not going to pay for other shit and all this other stuff when I don't have a fucking place to stay. And to those, it's, it's all how you look at it. 
you're not homeless, you're this, you're that, and I, we're not going to get into the word wars, right? The situation is, I don't have an apartment, I don't have a house, you know? So, I'm going to end off this one part here by saying, again, if you are the strong friend, I don't care how nice the person is and all this other stuff, the young lady, other than yesterday, has been a really sweet woman, but she really showed her ass yesterday. This is someone when I first rented out this room when she reached out to see how I was doing. Now, there's people who will reach out and want to know how I'm doing, but only because they'll ask first because they know they can't just start off with, or they, they something is telling them, they know, or that something is telling them, don't, don't start off by just dumping your problems onto him. Ask him how he's doing first, and then when he asks you, then come out and say it. Because, really, a lot of these people only hit me up. And she's not the only one I'm referencing. She's the one I'm referencing because she's a recent one. Recent as of yesterday. Prior to that, though, had she not did it, the most recent uh, situation was um, last week. Some bitch who been trying to sell pussy to me. That's a whole fucking other story. But some bitch who been trying to sell pussy to me. I told her, yo, straight up that. Even if I wanted to buy it. I can't even afford to buy it right now. Because I'm going through these situations. This situation right now. You think she gave a fuck? You think she's going to be like, oh, let me go hit up somebody who can fucking afford to buy pussy? No, she just kept pestering on. Meanwhile, her bills is paid. She's got a place to stay. Hell, she's staying in an apartment, a building that's $200 a month in rent. Her bills is covered and everything else. She's good. She just don't want to work, so she just want to sell pussy. Oh, let me not say she don't want to work, right? She don't want to work a traditional job, so she sells pussy. Why are you putting people, baby, out there? Why are you snitching? Ain't nobody snitching. Snitching would be me naming names. I ain't said nobody's name up in here except for Ernest. My name. I ain't the one selling pussy. <laughs> but yeah, like, at, before yesterday's situation, it was her. She didn't give a damn about my circumstances. And I'm like, yo, straight up, like, what the fuck? Like, you you think me spending my last fucking dimes on your pussy is really going to work things out? You got some magical pussy to wear someone as soon as uh, someone, you know, nuts in it or get they whatever they get off from you? Like, things magically happen? If things, if that was, if that was the case and she, I needed to see proof. As in, I need a testimonies from actual customers that said, yo, I bought pussy from so-and-so, and my life changed for the better. 
her pussy really is magic. But that wasn't the case. Then she got the nerve to get on me and say, oh, just because you're going through something right now, don't mean you can snap on me. I'm snapping on you because you know what the fuck I'm going through, yet you keep hitting me up trying to pester me to spend all my last fucking pennies on your pussy. You, you do what you want with it. You sell it if you want to. But have some fucking compassion. Have a heart. Have some common sense. If someone is unable to buy your pussy right now, how about you go into the next man and say, Hey, do you have a home? Are you homeless? No, you're not homeless? Well, how about some... And then go on from there. No, you don't. you want to keep hitting me up. And I'm like, the thing that ticked her off was when I was like, you really think I'm some sucker. Like, I'm some dude that is in the situation that he's in right now and then spend the money that I really need on some fucking sex. Do you really think that I'm that type of dude? I ain't getting no response back. People be trying it. So if you're the strong friend out there, put yourself first. This is stuff that I'm learning. And like I said, I learned in 2021. And it seems like it's a message that's continuing on in 2022 so far. Put yourself first. Because people out here do not give a fuck about you. Not pussy sellers. Not little crybabies. Not little anybody else out there. People will take what they want from you and what they can get from you, no matter what situation you're in. So I'm putting myself, I don't give a fuck who, who feels, feels a way about it. I don't care how many friends I lose in quotation marks, as in friends that I lose because think about it you can call me selfish all all you want but think about it i am getting in arguments with people i've never had arguments with before because i let them know that i'm in a situation right now to where i need to primarily focus on me not just financially but just emotionally and and, and all that and i'm being treated as if i'm doing something wrong because I'm not giving them what they want, whether it be time or money or both. If I'm wrong for that, call me Mr. Fucking Wrong. I be that. But being Mr. Right in the past got me in this situation right now. Being Mr. Oh, let me just take care of someone else, a grown-ass woman financially, who ain't doing shit, who ain't, I'm not married to, who don't even have sex, who can't cook, who can't. Let me not make moves for myself. Let me make moves for the house. Meanwhile, she's making moves for herself. They're not smart moves, but nonetheless, they're still moves for herself. Those are the things apparently Mr. Wright does. And I was doing those things and look where it landed me.
in a situation where I can actually be on the fucking street. Or at least, you know, trying to find shelter or home or whatever somewhere else. So, yeah, call me Mr. Wrong. And like Funk Fletch said, call me Mr. Chimney. I want all the smoke. Anybody got smoke for me? Because they upset that I'm not going to allow them to, to just dump their shit on me. I'm not going to allow them to take and leech off of me. Take from me when I need me the most. When I need my money the most. Go ahead and say something. We still got more of the Earnest Thoughts podcast to talk about, so stay tuned. All right, back with the last topic here, and I wanted to talk about uh, the state of, I guess urban podcasting or whatever you want to call it um or just podcasting in general just usually the podcasters who i hinted at earlier who get on their podcasts and just say some wild shit some disrespectful shit uh whatever shit just because um they can and they get the response for saying whatever outlandish shit that they're saying. I'm not going to speak about those podcasts. There's one in particular, and you might know which one I'm referencing. I'm not going to give them a free shout-out, not over here. Um, But what I will say is to the viewers out there, those who listen to those podcasts because they want to get angry, and those who don't listen to those podcasts but are still responding to the clips those podcasts have and then circulating those uh, clips all over the damn internet you know hate promoting hate promoting meaning that they just angry promote hate promote what I call what I mean by that is people who simply just will talk about, you know, if you're on Twitter and you're quote tweeting a snippet of a podcast you don't like or a podcast you don't like. Joe Rogan got a lot of, uh, his numbers grew like that because of a lot of the haters, not necessarily his fans. He's got a huge fan base, don't get me wrong, but a lot of his free promotion, a lot of his numbers grew because of the hate that he was getting for, you know, being an being against the um, being against the the COVID nineteen vaccines, him not necessarily <clears throat> being pro Trump, but not necessarily being anti Trump either, um, or at least not being clear in his political stance. Him interviewing Proud Boys and other. Uh, Trump supporters who make it clear that they are Trump supporters and just semi-racist and all that. 
what the what I'm saying here is the hate promotion that he got and other podcasters got, especially like I said within the I urban podcasters. <laughs> um, y'all need to understand, and I've talked about this before, but I'm gonna talk about it again. Y'all need to understand that these people get famous or get more famous because of you. Now, Joe Rogan was going to do his numbers. I brought him up as an example, but he was going to do his numbers because he was doing his numbers prior to that. It wasn't like it. Joe Rogan blew up in 2020 um, or, you know, during the presidential election and all that stuff. It wasn't like during that time, that's when he blew the hell up. It was just, you know, we were all home 2020 and a lot of people wanted, were already angry. And then you had those who just love to be angry on the internet. So he was a prime target in 2020, but he was always going to do his numbers regardless. Even if the pandemic never happened, Joe Rogan was going to do his numbers. I'm talking about the ones that aren't the Joe Rogan, that end up doing more numbers because of the hate promotion that a lot of people do, you know, and I've done this in the past where I've, you know, of, of course, without intention, um, ended up hate, ended up promoting someone, whether it be another podcaster, whether it be, you know, another content creator of some sort, whatever the case is, I ended up going in on them on the internet and causing their numbers to go up right so I've made that mistake in the past Um, and the crazy thing is when I was making that mistake there were times that were that I was telling myself don't do this because this is going to grow their numbers this is going to give them more attention and even if you say do not give them attention within your quote tweet within your response to this individual guess what people are going to do the complete opposite of what you told them not to do they're going to give them their attention they're going to wonder why you said this uh, why why you have this stance they're going to agree with the snippet (laughs) they're going to say hmm i don't necessarily disagree with what so-and-so said here let me check out this episode let me check out their other stuff let now they have the potential to gain that person as a follower of theirs because you put it out there that this person exists in the first place now yeah there is a chance that some people would have been discovered um you or those the the people that you expose to this toxic individual or this prob- problematic podcaster right uh, there's a chance yeah there's a chance that that individual would have discovered said podcast themselves but you didn't necessarily make it harder <laughs> by saying fuck this podcast and fuck this person and all this other stuff right you didn't make it harder for them to discover that individual and now somebody that you're associated with is a fan of that individual. And now you have negative feelings towards somebody because they like something that you don't like. All of that could have been avoided had you not promoted the problematic podcaster in the first place. And people are going to say, oh, you're only speaking because you're not the one getting numbers, this, that, and the third. No, that's not it. My stance has and it's still always been the same. 
promote the people that you fuck with. It's that simple. Promote the hotness. You hear me say that uh, numerous of times throughout the years I've done this podcast. I only promote the hotness. You know, I only talk about the hotness, right? Uh, or promote the hotness. Not talk about, but only promote the hotness. So if I promote something or someone, it's because I thought that what they were doing was hot. Therefore, they got my promotion, right? Um, if it wasn't a paid ad, of course, put it that way. But free prom- free promo for me is because I believe it's hot, you know? And... Since I take, since I started taking on that stance and taking, like, seriously taking it on, I haven't been reacting to the weirdos out there, the dumbass podcasters out there who say egregious shit and know that they're going to get a response for it. Now, I'm not saying that these individuals, some of them, truly mean that. You know, I'm not saying that. All of them or none of them, they don't believe the crazy things that they say. I think what happens is they they see that it gets a reaction, right? A good, a both positive and negative reaction. They see that it gets a reaction. These are things that they always felt. These are thoughts that they've always had. But they didn't necessarily probably didn't say it because they didn't have the platform. Or again... They, they were more afraid of a backlash that didn't result in them getting something financially than they were, you know, about anything else. They were more afraid of that happening. But then when they saw, oh, actually, me saying these things, I do have people who agree with me. There's more people like me who think this way. There's also... A lot of people who disagree with me, but these numbers are all going into the same uh, stats and data. And these numbers are numbers I can present to anyone um, that is willing to pay, you know, for promotion or just, you know, anyone willing to give me a bigger platform and say, hey, you're making these numbers. We want these numbers on our platform. We're going to want you to say these things here on this platform here, right? We're willing to give you X amount of money or X amount of exposure or X amount of whatever personal gain said podcaster or podcasters can get. So the backlash isn't so scary now thinking when you look at the uh, money you're going to get for those people who operate like that there's a lot of us out there us meaning podcasters who are still like i don't care how much money you say you're going to give us if i say something and it rubs people the wrong way and they react to it i might not recover from that no matter how much money i get i don't think i'm mentally ready for that or i don't think i would ever say something like that because That is just not how I get down, you know? The point of the matter is, folks, stop promoting those people. They're going to say what they're going to say. Not everyone is going to say things that you agree with. That's another thing. Also, I'm not saying that what they say is right. 
you know, when they get on here and they trash black women and they say this, that, and the third, it ain't right. When they say some dumb shit, you know, misogynistic shit, homophobic shit, or racist shit, I'm not saying it's right. But they're going to say what they're going to say because they're that type of individual. They're racist. They're sexist. They're misogynist. You angry tweeting about them, you sharing their post on, make, responding to their posts in TikTok videos and Instagram real videos and Instagram live videos or whatever the case, YouTube videos, you're not necessarily doing anything. You're not doing the opposite of what you, I mean, you're not doing the thing that you believe that you're doing. You believe that you are the more you, you, you're negative about it, right? And the more negative response that you see people have to the clip that you negatively responded to, the more people are going to shame said individual for saying what they said. And then that individual is either going to be deplatformed or they're going to shut up or they're going to apologize. This, these are the things that you, when you do these actions, believe that you're going to... This is the impact that you believe you're you're going to have. And I'm here to tell you, as someone who used to do what you do, and as someone who has been on the... I haven't gone, I haven't gone viral for any of that shit. Uh, but as someone who is a creator and who has gotten backlash, you don't really do what you believe you're going to do to us creators when you do these things a lot of people even those who again have totally thought has have thoughts i totally disagree with a lot of us have the mentality that we 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 stand on what we're going to say and if it got a response both a negative or a positive one it looks like we're going to have to double down on it. Unless it, it takes someone who truly does the homework, and I mean those who are sincerely, uh, you know, sorry about what they said or whatever the case is, right? It takes those individuals to say, okay, I said this thing in the past, or this is what I meant when I said this, and I apologize for that because it rub some people the wrong way but for those of us again those of us who I agree with those of us who I disagree with who are of the mindset of I said what I said and I'm not going to apologize for it we're looking at that response and we're like yes bring it on bring more people to respond case in point with me there was a blog post I wrote years ago when I was still writing on Tumblr. And what I wrote in that blog post was about women getting guns. And I said that I believe that all women should legally, uh, of age of course, uh, should legally own a firearm, right? Um, and if they're not going to get a firearm, learn what self-defense is. How to, like They should all know what self-defense is. I think everyone technically should know what how to defend themselves, but just women is special. People took that post and they said that I was victim blaming women for, you know, the sexual assaults and the crimes that happened to, toward women. 
in said post, I said, this is not what I'm doing. Um, but <clears throat> it, it, some of the responses I got was, men need to stop doing X, Y, and Z. In said post, blog piece, I said that those exact same things. But I also said for the men out there that aren't Superman because they can't fly all over the place, that are not, that are not Spider-Man, because they can't be everywhere where the crime scene is, right? They can't just web sling all over the city. For the men who are just regular men with a gun or just with the power to defend not only themselves but someone else in danger, to the men who aren't there to do that, there needs to be somebody in those situations to do that and that somebody has to be the person who is being victimized the woman whoever but the woman in that situation that's all I said the thing is my point in mentioning that story was the backlash that I got did not make me reflect at all on uh, just my stance on that it made me double down on it um, not because of the backlash but because I was looking at everybody else's arguments against what I said and their arguments only made mine stronger and that happens with podcasters it doesn't just happen with us blog writers it happens with podcasters as well there are people and again who have stances I agree and disagree with will look at somebody else's stance the backlash that they get right they will look at the backlash and then say and not say that stance totally ripped mine apart. I apologize. There are people who do that, but to those who double down on it, they say, well, now nah, your stance only made my stronger. You didn't necessarily say anything to make me think that what I said in the first place was wrong or I need to, you know, reshape what I said or whatever. And then ha- that happens. So... Y'all need to be really cognizant of, again, the hate promotion that y'all do. You're not really doing the heroic thing that you believe yourself to be doing. If that's the case. Some people, again, like I mentioned before, some people are just angry. Some people just want something to be mad at online. It just so happens some of the times those angry individuals that just want to be mad are mad at something that I can, I can say, yeah, I, I, I agree. Someone would be mad. Someone should be mad at that. And I'm not saying I don't be feeling the way when I see these comments or whatever, uh, when I see these uh, pipsqueaks. <laughs> Remember that word? Is that pipsqueak? Is that the insult? Whatever the case is, it's not that I don't feel a way. Like I said, they said something I disagree with. And it's a comment that I believe is egregious. I wouldn't call something egregious if I didn't think it was egregious, you know? So it's a comment that I believe it's egregious, disrespectful, just out of line, out of pocket, all that, right? But what I don't do, as I stated nowadays, is hate promote. The best thing you can do for these motherfuckers is ignore it. Yeah, that's the best possibility. Let me put it that way. 
the best possibility is to ignore it. You know, let's bring up uh, Kevin Samuels, right? The backlash that he got and how he grew because of that. Kevin Samuels been doing what he did for years. It wasn't until people started to respond to him online and then calling into his show. Then it became a... Then he, it, it blew him up to the status that he's at right now. Same goes for a lot of those uh, individuals in that realm and do what they do, right? A lot of those men, because it be men, but a lot of those men just in, or just individuals in that realm that do what they do. They've been doing what they did for years. It's not nothing new. It's just somebody saw a clip, somebody responded to it, somebody else responded to it. The snowball effect keeps going, and um, yeah, that's 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 what happens. And then the crazy thing is, and the people do this all the time. They why are people listening to them? How are they so damn famous? Yeah, they had a nice low following, or they had a following before, but you did not help. Once again, you did not help at all by hate promoting this individual and then it kills me because then you will have people who think they're doing something and say oh this is why I listen to this one other podcaster they will promote a podcast that they actually do listen to one time but spend 99% of the time hate promoting the podcast that they that they dislike or hate and it's like no you could have spent 100% of your time promoting said podcast you took the 1% time to promote because that one time you mentioned them people yeah might tune into them but again they're looking at all the other times that you're 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 hate promoting this other podcast and they're saying well what's with all the hubbub (laughs) if they speak that way you know what's with all the the commotion and they're wondering okay you mentioned this one podcast one time i get it you said you like it but you seem to be focused you and a lot of other people seem to be focused on this other podcast here so what i'm gonna do is check out this other podcast here and see what's going on you know then there's the other facets where people just love to jump on trains like i said i it does go inside uh coincide with the people who are just angry on the internet just to be angry but then the other side is there are people who just love to jump on trains where they see a bunch of people angry or promoting something um hate promoting or it's all promoting at the end of the day but just anger promoting hate promoting something right they see people doing that and they're thought is okay i want to be with the crew (laughs) the the crew the cool crowd right that's what i was gonna say right oh the cool crew right i want to be with them i want to have i want to be in the populace right so if they're hate promoting a kevin samuels or a bitch ass nigga podcast guess what i'm about to do promote hate promote this bitch ass nigga podcast if they love the Earnest Thoughts podcast, guess what I'ma say I I do. 
I'm going to say I love the Earnest Thoughts podcast. You know? So it goes both ways. I mean, it's fakeness. It is a lot of facets, like I said. But at the end of the day, what's really going down is um, the bitch-ass niggas podcast and all those other bitch-ass niggas, they, 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 they eating off of y'all hate. They're caking off of y'all hate. Their numbers are growing. They're getting five, six, seven figure. Uh, I saw a tweet yesterday. I should have. I should have favored this. I think I did favor it, but um, I should have make sure I at least took a screenshot of it to read it uh, for today. Um, but pretty much, it goes on the lines of yo, like y'all keep promoting. It's the same thing I was saying. Y'all keep promoting these podcasts that y'all hate or podcasters that y'all hate and then be hella upset when they got money. They 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 grow or, you know, some network or somebody in general picks them up and says, yo, you getting all this money. I mean, you getting all this attention. We're going to give you all this money to bring them numbers over here. Boom. I'm looking through like my likes now. I can't really, you know, find it, but that's pretty much what the tweet was. Damn, I like too many things per day. I like a lot of selfies and shit. Black women be fine as hell though, so that I'm blaming them for their fineness for why my likes is filled with them. But for real, for real though, <clears throat> that's what it is, and. I don't I feel as though this message like many of the other messages on this podcast but it's just gonna go in one ear and out the other so this is probably something I'm gonna have to bring up again in the future if I feel like it but I just felt like it was uh, one it was a good change of pace so I'm not talking about myself so I'm not super depressed um, also if someone was just don't care nothing about my circumstances but they do care about my thoughts on shit I guess um it was a topic they can listen to it's the last topic but it was a topic they can listen to for this podcast episode um and it is still relevant it's relevant because the bitch ass nigga podcast is you know at least one of them out there it's a lot of them so I call them all the bitch ass nigga podcast but they're getting some shine right now and it's primarily due to the hate promoting that y'all are doing so stop hate promoting them promote the podcast podcasters create tours in general that you fuck with as simple as that I'm not saying you can't be angry I get upset at the things they say I just don't respond to it I feel a way put it that way I feel a way about it because honestly when I see these clips and whatever nine times out of ten well, let me say eight times eight times out of ten eighty percent of the time I'm, I assume oh it's some fuck shit and then I play it it's some fuck shit did not been one time though I, I do want to say ten times out of ten but it hasn't been one time where somebody of whatever bitch ass nigga podcast that they have said something and I was like yeah I think y'all are tripping y'all meaning the people who are hate promoting 
I can't think of one time. There's all the times I can think of, especially recently, were times where I'm like, I agree. This is something that people should be upset about. But guess what? You're not doing anything by hate promoting other than giving them more numbers. And then you're going to see more clips from them. And then they're, they're going to continue to grow. And then what else are you going to do? You're going to cry about their numbers being up. You're going to blame their fans. You're going to blame groups of individuals. You're going to say this group is responsible for the growth of this this bitch-ass nigga podcast. When in actuality, though, the only person you need to be blaming is yourself. The only group you need to be blaming is the group of individuals that, like yourself who hate-promoted the podcast to stardom to superstar simple as that so that's what I gotta say about it um again promote the hotness people promote the podcast promote the creators that are doing things and saying things that you fuck with simple as that you wanna keep shitting on things that you don't like and I, I understand it's fun it can be fun and funny to shit on people and shit on things in general I get it trust me I do but just know that it comes with a consequence that you may not want to happen for said person or said podcast or said whatever content so keep that in mind is your two seconds of fun of shitting on this individual worth more than the you know possibility of giving them more fame to you or are you going to take actions that reflect your mindset of you not wanting them to prosper for the things that they say therefore you're not going to do things that can aid in said prosperation of the individual or individuals something you gotta ponder on I chose the route of not doing things, even if that is at the expense of me not having as much fun online shitting on these motherfuckers. Because there are other ways I can have fun online. There's other ways I can have fun, period. So, I'm not missing out on fun in my life right now, because it's hard to have fun when you are fucking homeless. Um... And yeah, I'm saying that people are going to be like, homeless people have fun all the time. Not this homeless person. But as far as just, you know, in general, outside of my problems, there are other ways where I have fun. And I would rather have fun rather than just shit on somebody for the sake of shitting on them because it might be fun and funny to do so. I, I get it. But, again, there's a consequence that happens to that uh, unlikely, not an unlikely, an unwanted consequence that happens when you do that. So, that's my thoughts, and that is the end of the Earnest Thoughts podcast. Hopefully you listened to all of the podcasts. I appreciate you if you did. Um, 
if you just listen to this last part because you don't care about what I'm going through or whatever. Um, no, I'm not going to say that's okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening, but fuck you. <laughs> that's what I'm going to say. Please support the podcast. Um, you can subscribe to the podcast if you're not subscribed. Share the episodes. Share the podcast out. If you want to support monetarily, that would be greatly, greatly, greatly appreciated, especially at a time like this. PayPal is linked in the description box below, as well as Venmo, Cash App, cryptocurrency address wallets that I have, and the usual link that is posted down there by the wonderful folks over at Anchor, where you can support the podcast as well. Any amount is greatly appreciated. Uh, the thought is what really just you doing it and obviously you just thinking is uh, about me and how, you know, whatever you donate is going to help me out. That's what's greatly appreciative as well. Um, so, yeah. Other than that, check out the other links too. Ernest Thoughts Podcast merch in the description box below. My book, Late Nights on Broadway down there check out the other links that support me and what i do and if there is no new new episode i'm just gonna say this now if there is no new episode next week it's because i'm in a situation to where i am unable to record the episode so that's how I'm gonna put it and you know hopefully that's not the case I'm not wishing these things on me of course not um I want to be consistent I want to continue being consistent I don't want to take any more breaks unless it's the breaks that I usually take for this podcast um but again I have this podcast is going to be one of the last things on my mind if I have nowhere to stay so Just being honest about that. Till next time, until next episode, stay black if you are black. Stay beautiful. Black lives matter. LGBTQIA plus lives matter. Black women matter. Black men matter. Black trans women matter. Black trans men matter. And you matter, whoever you are. And I'm out. Peace. Peace.